This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the March 28th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to set you up for April. And Fantasy Hoops, hopefully your team's still going strong. We got a lot to talk about. Talk some standings, the high side and low side of the standings, which means rest. Injuries, again, a couple power forwards going down. With me to do so is Tommy Beer. What's up, man? Doing well, doing well. Still have my teams alive in most of my leagues, which is always a good thing this late in the year, so I can't complain. Yep, same here. I got a couple I'm rooting for. I had one team go down that was a monster all year. Curry killed me. Just Curry killed me. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Um, other guys too, like marketing was hurt. Aaron Gordon was hurt. It's just, it's rough, man. But um, one of my teams, there. one of my teams now, my other main team. Uh, knock on wood, they're they're somewhat healthy. Well, actually, I lost Mo Harkless, who was playing great. Um, yep. Sunday, Sunday, he made my night, man. I needed blocks and good shooting, and he came through. Um. <clears throat> And obviously no Dame, but we'll talk. To, we'll talk about Dame in a second. And we really can't be mad at him after last night, but um, we can't be mad at him at all. I mean, it's a, it's a great thing. So uh, let's talk injuries to some All Star power forwards. We're gonna start first with Lamarcus Aldridge. Kind of bang knees. We really don't know the details yet. Uh, I mean, they're getting an MRI, so it's obviously not nothing. But you would think he misses at least one game just before we get into the into that. They're barely hanging on. They have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Clippers, who are on a two-game winning streak. The Spurs' schedule is, is a little tricky. Uh, they've got some tough games coming up. You look at who they're playing. They play, one sec, should have this ready, but uh, OKC, Houston, LA Clippers, L- at LA Lakers, Portland, Sacramento Easy, and then New Orleans. So only one easy game there, and it's not like... The Sacramento game's easy, but other than that, the Lakers are playing great. Like, the Lakers are playing, like, an Eastern Conference playoff team. So mm-hmm. that's not easy at all. You, you would think they, they have really no margin of error here. Definitely. And, you know, they're currently, you know, sitting at sixth seed. They, and obviously they want to avoid the seventh and eighth seed, if at all possible. All the teams out West do. Um, nobody wants to play the Warriors or the Rockets in the first round. Um, but at the same time, the Spurs also realize if they don't have LaMarcus healthy for the postseason, then they have zero chance of even being competitive in the first round, no matter who they play. Um, and uh, as we know, the, the Spurs obviously err on the side of caution typically. So, uh, yeah, I think it's you know safe to assume he's going to miss at least the game. I mean, we're just speculating. I guess we'll have to wait to see what the MRI comes back and you know the reports from the Spurs. But, um, yeah, I think it's um, if, if history is any indication, they're certainly not going to rush him back. Yeah, um, so they play Thursday against OKC. That's a national game on TNT. And then they're off for a couple days. So maybe he can be okay for Sunday against Houston at home, which would be a big, big game for them, obviously. Um, So looking at, I guess, who benefits here, we've seen LaMarcus miss a couple games this month. They lost both those games. And it's been pretty much Bertans and Laverne and more Anderson and some other guys there. But, I mean... We're not adding. You're not adding anyone now, 
But especially when you're only playing one game until Sunday, like there's really no. If you're streaming guys, there's like no incentive to even adding him then, unless he's out for this out for a while. But right. I mean, anybody you want here more than? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess Bertans. But I, you know, like you said, it's hard to get excited. You're going to see a bunch of guys in that 15 to 27 minute range. You know, you know, trying to, you know, you're throwing a dart trying to pick which guy is going to have a good night. Um, and even if they have a great night, they're not going to get a ton of minutes. So yeah, I'm, I can't get excited about any of those cats. I guess like Patty Mills, would probably, like shallower, he would probably yeah. score more. I mean, they have to shoot the ball a little bit, so maybe he's a, a bigger winner on a, a shallower league or DFS. Right, I think he would be someone to use. Um, even Gasol too. I mean, they have, to, they have to play well. I mean, they, they really do. Yep. They put themselves in this position. So, the other injury, Kevin Love experiencing concussion-like symptoms after he got popped in the mouth hard. If you've seen the pictures, um, that well, don't if you haven't. Um, but um, what's the deal here? I mean, this this is, again, this guy's had some tough time. And I actually just wrote, check it out, um, previewing rankings for next year. I put Love pretty far down. Put him at like almost 40 or something. Just because he's been hurt so much, man. Like, forehand injuries now. All these head injuries, leg injuries. He's just hurt a lot. So, I mean, if you want to add anything on Love. And then, I guess, obviously, Larry Nance is the man again. Um, and I don't really trust it. It's pretty much just Larry Nance. That's all the guy I want. And Jeff Green, I guess, too, to a degree. Yeah, Green will see an uptick in minutes. Ditto for Tristan Thompson, which I think hurts Nance's appeal a little bit. Because um, if those guys get hot, or depending on how Larry Drew wants to handle it, um, or if Ty Lue comes back, that, that could get a little tricky. So obviously Nance is the most enticing and certainly has the highest upside, um, but that's certainly no guarantee he's going to reach that upside depending on what happens. And, you know, as far as love goes, like the, the first, you know, domino to fall is whether he enters the concussion protocol or not. Um, if he doesn't, you know, then there's a good chance that, you know, he'll come back as, you know, later this week or, you know, possibly the next game. If he does, then it's out of his hands, it's out of the Cavs' hand. He's going to enter the, you know, the league protocol and you know he's gonna have to pass independent doctor tests and, and things along those lines so um that's when you could see um you know any time with a brain injury um it's certainly difficult to predict so uh, that's going to obviously be major news is whether he suffered a concussion or not and, and needs to enter the protocol and they also like the spurs not quite as dire but if they want a three seed they have no margin yep. of error they're a half yep. game up on the sixers and the pacers sixers play the knicks at home and then they're at Charlotte. The Cavs are on a back-to-back um, against a team that's playing red-hot ball. They've won four straight, the Hornets have. Um, tanking's kind of irrelevant for them now. Um, they're yeah. going to be in the bottom four or five picks in the lottery. They're not going to be able to catch anybody else. So, like picking, I, like, picking first and second and third in the lottery, it's like fantasy drafts. Like, you pick first, second, third, that pick's more valuable than picking at the back end. Like, you just sort of see who falls to you. So, like... Whatever. Like I'm all for tanking top six, seven seeds, but after that, I don't really see the big deal. Agreed. Agreed. And yes, but as, as far as the Cavs are concerned, they do not want any part of that four seed. That means um, you know, they'd have to play the, the Raptors in the second round, and you know, in, in this and the Sixers are going to be fighting hard for that three seed. Um, you know, that this way they'd avoid both Toronto and Cleveland. They could, you know, eventually, you know, depending on what happens with the Celtics, you know, take on an undermanned Celtics team for a chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so, so certainly some some very interesting situations as it plays itself out over the last two weeks here. Well, I wonder if they would ever consider just tanking it all the way to like number seven. Which would be really, really hard to do. That would be risky, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to put so many guys out. <laughs> yes, but, yes. I mean, they clinched a playoff seed already, so they can't like completely backfire. Right. But they wouldn't want to play the Raptors in the first oh. round, so. Yeah. But it should be fun. It's gonna be uh There's gonna be a lot of gamesmanship for yes. how this goes down. 
Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of it for Love. We'll, probably, we'll see. Um, again, I could see him missing tonight at least. Um, and then, yeah, those are the guys we mentioned. So not injury-related. Um, Damien Lillard, he's going to be Papa. It's going to be Dame Dollar's going to have a little penny, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, but he went off. Like, again, we, we always get embittered when our, our guys are out. for. And now people like get really upset. Like, oh, yeah, you're a millionaire. Why, why are you missing games? Like, uh, he's a person. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you can't be mad at Dame last night. 41, yeah. terrific shooting, nine boards, six assists, four steals, no turnovers, three threes, just yummy line. Um, big win too. This team, they're pretty much locked into number three. Not officially, but yeah, they're going to be number three. But so I guess takeaways for tonight: if you're playing DFS, you're dialing up Shabazz Napier pretty hard. I picked him up wherever I could. Yeah, um, for season long, uh, CJ as well. CJ's actually been kind of bad um, when Dame's out, but yep. you got to like him today um, against the struggling Grizzlies. Like he should be good to go. Evan um, Turner also benefits. Handles the ball a little bit. May actually come off the bench. Uh, we know they like to use him as a secondary ball handler. So keep an eye on that. As I mentioned, Mo Harkless is out basically for the season with arthroscopic knee surgery. Again, tough blow. He's been so, so good. But, um, yeah, anything else you want to add on here? Nurk's been good too, man. Nurk's been really good. Nurk's been solid, stepping up. CJ McCollum's, you know, been he struggled last night as well. His field goal percentage is lower than than you'd like, but um, yeah, he'll definitely is in line for a bounce back tonight. And, and as you mentioned, Baz Napier is a, is, is a DFS a very chalky play tonight, but for good reason. Yep, yep. Uh, Al Camino as well, another guy, yes. difference maker, stat stuffing, double double defense, threes, everything. Another guy I could definitely see having a big game tonight. Um, pretty much, yeah. Play your Blazers with Dame out in in DFS. Um, shifting to the Pelican side on this one, uh, Anthony Davis locker room again. Um, but sure. again, can't complain. Thirty six, fourteen, four, four times, six blocks. To this guy, like, if you made the playoffs with AD on your team, like you're probably in the finals. Yep. Like he just carries so, so many teams. Like the the guy in thirty deep uh, who's probably gonna win. Yeah, as Anthony Davis. Uh, it's just this guy is just on such a most one of the most historic runs I've ever seen from just pure stats. Yeah, he's almost unfair if you get him four four games in a week, you know, in, in a head matchup. It's just such a huge, huge advantage across the board. Yeah, you're talking like from one player, dozens and dozens and dozens of points. What twenty blocks maybe? Yep. Like there's a decent chance that eighty by himself could outblock your whole team. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and the steals are there, and he's doing, and he's rebounding extremely well, and he's shooting the ball really well. It's Good just, percentages. Yep. Yeah, like he has to go number one next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, depends if you're risk averse in terms of injuries. I could, I could see you talking yourself into Giannis or or somebody else, but um, you know, obviously, if he plays 82 games, it's not even. If he plays 70 games, it's not even close. That's yeah, I put him one, Cat two, Giannis three, Harden four. Yeah, that's you know, can't I can't fight you hard on yeah. that. If I knew for sure that LeBron wasn't going to Houston, I'd probably put Harden three. Right. I don't. Cat's so good, man. Like he's yeah, not. He's he doesn't pop like Davis does. Yep. But for him, not only does he not miss games, like hasn't missed the games since high school. Yeah, he hasn't been on the injury report like at all. Yeah. One time he yep. was questionable was in like October of last year when he was sick. Um, yeah, he's yeah. been to the locker room twice. That's like that's like a week from Anthony Davis. 
And it's, hey, it's just just from, from a mental health perspective, it's 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 a, you know you, you increase you know it increases your 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 happiness you know a little bit. Just not have the stress about it. You yeah, know? that's a good point. Uh, all right, so moving on to let's see what else do we want to talk about. Uh, let's just talk more standings before we hop into the rest of this. Uh, actually, no, let's do some more preview action first. Get you DFS guys set. So let's talk no Kylo Quinn first. Um, again, we saw him miss games this weekend. Where are we at here? Do we have do we have a clear picture? Um, Unicorn it. Anybody else that you think could be? Yeah, I mean the unicorns. You know, probably the, the Cornet's probably the the guy you want to target. He's played at least. Uh, he's averaging about twenty two minutes the last three games. Uh, eight points. Um, you can knock down some, two threes in each of his last three games, so it's not overly enticing. Um, Cantor, Cantor's value goes up a little bit here, um, and Beasley is, you know, gets a little uptick as well, even though he's a little bit uh, obviously unpredictable. Hmm. Um, but no, nothing to go crazy for here. Troy Williams maybe just a little bit, but yeah, Cornet played 27 the last last game, OT factor, yep. but uh, I'm down. I'm talking some Unicornet. Yep. Um, Trey, we want to talk Trey Burke. You wrote a little bit about him today, right? Yeah, wrote a little bit about him and just you know he's uh, the, the guys the guy's been a real deal. Um, obviously, just it, it just that one game, you know, it's forty two and twelve. It's, it's certainly he's not going to be able to match those numbers anytime soon. He's not. Um, but just, <laughs> okay. But, but but over the course of the season, I mean, you know, his per thirty six is is really solid. He's averaging twenty three seven and just two turnovers per thirty six minutes. Um, per basketball reference, there are only two other players in NBA history that have logged at least 500 minutes and match those numbers are, are Gary Payton and Chris Paul. Um, so uh, you know that you know if assuming that you know Moody is supposed to be back today, illness he is available to play, um, and and part of the reason that um, Burke was able to score 42 and log so many minutes. Uh, in the overtime game on Monday was because Neil Aquina fouled out in, in only 18 minutes. So, But still, I, I still see Burke getting 30-plus minutes a night going forward. He certainly earned the right to, to have a green light. Um, and, you know, and, and again, the, the Knicks have a player option on him for next season. They want to see what they have here, um, you know, see if he can sustain the success that he's had um, in limited action, see if they give him you know, 28, 32 minutes a night, if he can continue to play well. So um, I'm high on Burke the rest of the season. He certainly scoop him up in, in leagues if he hasn't, if he's still floating out there on the wire. Um, uh, you know, They only play two more times this week, which kind of limits his value. Um, but uh, that being said, I think you know going to the next week and um, you know over the next uh, you know six games the rest of the next season over that final week of the season you know that week plus um, he's a guy that I think is a very good chance to to put up a, a lot of points some decent assists low turnovers decent percentages um, so yeah I like his upside going forward. Two things I'll add: one, I'm a little worried about percentages. Um, I think he can have some really, really bad games there, but he's been good. He, he, has, he has shot a very high percentage on his long twos, and that's kind of unsustainable, so the likely be regression to me, so I agree with you there. There you go. And then the other thing I'll add is the Knicks are kind of set at number nine. They have a two-and-a-half game deficit to catch the Bulls for number eight, which the Bulls have lost six straight. I don't I don't know how the Bulls lose three ga- or win three games the right. rest of the season. Um, and then on the back side of that, they have a six-game lead on the Lakers. So, like, they're yep. number nine. So, their incentive to tank is basically zero. So, that's yep. good. That's good for Burke. Yes, agreed. Um, anything else um, that you want to add on the Knicks? That's obviously your wheelhouse. 
Nah, I think we yeah, covered. I, I think I think Neil Aquino will see his minutes uh, rise as well. Again, he only played. He had 12 points. He's never scored more than 15 points in a game in his career. That's from France and and the NBA. He had 12 points in the first half on Monday, um, and looked like he was trending towards a career high. But again, picked up those six fouls. Um, so I think he will see upwards of 30, 35, 38 minutes um, uh, in games down the stretch here. He just needs to knock down shots. So that means it's coming from Lee and Moutier then. I think so. Yeah. And, and uh, Courtney Lee, uh, you know, he's he's questionable today. I think he went through shoot around. So we'll, we'll see if he plays. But um, I certainly don't think Hornacek will have a problem limiting him to 15, 12, 15 minutes a night. And ditto for Moody. I think he's, you know, he'll he'll get his minutes. Um, but I think he, they won't come at the expense of Nila Kina. Sounds good to me. Uh, OK, so moving on to mention Dame already. Magic, we kind of got it figured out. Uh, no Simmons. Isaac's likely out. Mario had a pretty good game over the weekend, um, but do we? Uh, he's he's such a headache, though. I don't know if we could like fully say I trust him, but he, the opportunity is there for him for sure. Definitely, he's he's been a little bit disappointing, a little bit up and down. At, you know, given the the minutes that he's played, um, but uh, certainly you know for for players in his in his uh, you know in his tier, he's I like his upside. And I'm a little nervous about playing Mac or. DJA because I think they're going to want to play Purvis a little bit. So yeah, I, I still I think it's okay, especially DJA just missed a triple double by a board. Right, um, and Aaron Gordon's hot too. And again, this team they are not tanking; they're yes. playing out. Yep, so yep. They this could cost them, man. They they were sitting at number one for a minute, and they could slide to number eight. I mean, they're playing okay. That's- it's huge, you know, because they have a decent, you know, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Aaron Gordon if they're going to lock him up long term. But that, that they, the, the difference between one and seven or eight in, in this draft could be enormous. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so moving on to some other injury notes. We it's pretty um, no Rose. Who cares? Um, uh, the the um, Hornets have some guys out. It looks like Cody Zeller and MKG food poisoning. So. Uh, against LeBron, that's big for the Cavs. Uh, they would have had MKG on LeBron, so W some bacon, some Travion Graham. They'll have to probably go bigger there. Um, even with Batum back, they would probably still bring Lamb off the bench. I don't think they yeah. would have put Batum on him. So you obviously can't use. I, I still think Lamb would benefit um, either way. So he'd be the guy I'd use. Right, yeah, you know Graham and Bacon get a couple more minutes, but Lamb is the only guy I think you'd consider in DFS or streaming. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about some other games from last night. We kind of hinted at the Spurs, the Wizards. Uh, again, that they're it's going to be tight, but they needed that win. That was a big win for them. So they hopefully they could keep the sixth spot, maybe move up if, if someone slides. Um, yeah, and this team's kind of figured out. We know John Wall's getting closer. Sadoransky's been kind of just okay. Not a big score, but he's been doing a lot of other stuff, which we like in our nine-category leagues. But, um, yeah, um, Kelly Oubre's been better, too, um, overall. Yep. Sadoransky is a good rebounder for a guard that kind of you know keeps his floor relatively. Yeah, well. his assist to turnover was usually pretty good. Not yesterday. Threes had some blocks. Had one yesterday. Real nice, kind of mini mini Lonzo. A little uh, bit more efficient, more efficient for sure. Yeah, um, yeah be, I mean, Beal had a bad game, but whatever. Uh, can't be mad at him. Anything else? I mean, there's nothing really to say here. Nah. But quickly, what do you, where are we putting Auto next year? I put him at 27. What's he? What's he at? In, what's he at currently in in in, in nine cats? This I think like year? seventeen. Seventeen. It's, like, it's in the fifteen to twenty range. Yeah, um, I'd probably have him. I, you said twenty-seven. I'd probably have him a little higher. I think I'd have him probably inside my top twenty-five. Yeah, like the first he did it. He did it last year. Like okay, do it again. Right, and, and he did. So. 
the injury he's not obviously he's not as durable as cat but he's similar in the respect that he's not he's not going to splash and, and give you those monster yeah. nights but night in night out i mean he's just a great guy to have on your roster you don't have to worry about him putting your lineup you know set it forget it and he's going to you know deliver you know re, you know top 25 value for you i always compare him like young Kawhi. Like yes. Before Kawhi yeah. blew up to the superstar right. player, Kawhi was nice in, in fantasy. Um, you yeah. know, if he's only scoring like 13 a game, he would still just do steal the ball a ton, tons Absolutely. of threes, super efficient. So he's very similar in that uh, aspect. Um, Denver, man, we love this team. They're, they're so fantasy friendly, but yeah, they got to win some games. They got to play some defense. But um, Murray, hometown game, missed a lot of shots. That's fine. Um, still got no Gary Harris for what sounds like at least one more. Not surprising. Um, Millsap had a pretty solid game. Barton continues to get a lot of shots in minutes. Um, and then Trey Lyles, hometown game, uh, Canadian cat. Um, for, he was pretty good. But um, nothing you can really take away from this one. Jokic is a monster, but we knew that already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and Devin Harris is getting minutes. Didn't really use him very well. He was probably yesterday, so... You know, you know how that Moody was as bad as he's been, but Devin Harris has been a major upgrade over. Oh, Moody. for sure, he's been good. He has been. He has been. But, uh, I'm former All Star man, Devin Harris. True. true. Uh, something I could think. Moody, no chance at All Star. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe in like a different league. Maybe. Um, Raptors again. Nothing really we learned here. Pascal Siakam's going to cut into Serge's minutes. Um, their third wing guy, so basically uh, OG Ananobi, Norman Powell, DeLon Wright, Fred Van Vliet, like all those secondary wings are kind of fine, but um, Van Vliet's been good enough. Uh, Lowry's minutes, we've, we've been waiting for Lowry's minutes to drop last year. They didn't, but they did this year, so Van Vliet's yep. held up. Um, DeLon Wright had a big buzzer beater at the end of the first quarter that would really help push up his value. Still two steals. Not quite. You pretty much, like I said, their their schedule's real light right now, so I don't know if you want to cut Van Vliet because they're only playing one game in the next like six days or something. I'm cool with that, but um, yeah, it, like I said, it, it's all on your schedule. Yeah, uh, you know, it's at this stage of the game, you know, I guess you you know take a look at what you know what your you know what your state matchups look like on on Thursday or Friday, and if you need to grab somebody for the weekend because you need to beat somebody, you're tied in blocks. Um, that's the those are the type of decisions that that you're gonna have to make. Yeah, I mean, you probably gotta do it now. I mean, because they they play on Saturday, so they're off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and right. Sunday. That's brutal, man. That's that's makes it difficult to, to yeah. roster. <clears throat> and plus, you kind of bait your opponent. And this is we're assuming you have limitations in how many guys you can grab, right? And all right. that. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, I cut the line with the quickness last night. Yes. And I mean, Pascal, the only guy I think that's on the fence, and I'm not counting DeRozan. Yeah. Even even Surge, I think I, if you really, 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 really needed to make a push, yeah. like yes. so you're going against AD, like. Right, right. I, I could see it. It's you know, it's it's it, it, there's there's definitely leagues where that would make sense. Yep, and that's that's a whole week with one game in the fantasy playoffs. That, that's you can't do that. So nope. that's kind of the big takeaway from that one. Um, Houston won. We kind of know this. Who cares? Um, even without Harden, like doesn't matter. It seems just really good, and the Bulls are really bad. Um, Eric Gordon's been kind of hot lately. Yep, his you know his usage rate's going to spike with with Gordon uh, with uh, the beard out. So we saw that again last night. Yep, yep. Yeah, nothing really to say there. They'll be resting more guys. Uh, they've got the one seed pretty much in the bag right now, especially with the Warriors losing two straight. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago, you want to take a crack at this one? 
Ugh. <laughs> Markkinen. Markkinen <laughs> scored 14 of the first 16 points, I think. Yeah. Now you see, he's, there's one, you know, there's, there's some positives for the Bulls season. It's that, that Markkinen has been much better than, than people thought. He slowed down a little bit, hit a bit of a rookie wall here the last month or so, but uh, he's the real deal. It'll be interesting to see where he goes in drafts next year. I didn't put him in my top 50, but he was close. He was, yeah, he's gonna be yeah. in my. He's gonna be. I'm doing fifty to or fifty-one to seventy-five next week. He's gonna be. He's in gonna there. be in there. He's gonna be in there. It's gonna be rookie fest. He's gonna be in where's, there. Jared Allen's gonna be in there. Where, where's he at this year? Right now. Uh, on the whole year, I'm not sure, but it's pretty close. Like if you, because he, but he's probably like sixty something. I would game, think so. sixty-five, seventy something. Mm-hmm. I'll check that in a second. Um, but yeah, Cameron Payne's been pretty good. You mentioned too the other. Um, positive that whole Jimmy Butler deal, like, besides Levine was the worst part of that. Yep. Like Chris Dunn was had a, kind of a mini breakout up until he got hurt. But Chris um, Dunn is, and I, I think I'm I'm going to be high on him. I was high on him going in this year. I'll be high on him. I think his value won't won't be as high as it should be because he finished the season injured and you know kind of flew under the radar on that terrible Bulls team. But um, I love him from fantasy. and poor shooting percentages too. So that's that, that, you do have to take that into account, but. Um, especially in like five cat counting stats leagues, he's a he's a monster. But I put Lonzo in top thirty. Yep. Which yep. Uh, he's yep. terrible in percentages, but he right. oh, triple double, two steals, two threes, close to a block. I mean, count me in for that. Absolutely. Uh, and a guy just go to the lineup, but anyways. So um, yeah, I mean, kind of is what it is here. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm good. We talked about this team enough. Moving along, um, we talked about the Cavs already. Didn't really talk about the Heat yet. Uh, Kelly Lennox probably going to be the ad of the year for the playoffs. I mean, just night in, night out. He has huge roto-friendly lines, um, super efficient from the field, only two of five from the line. But, um, yeah, he's, he's just been so killer. And that's obviously directly from Hassan Whiteside, who, by the way, in my column, I didn't put Whiteside in the top 50. That was not an oversight. That was on purpose. Wow. I'm done, dude. But this, <sighs> like, all of a sudden, he sneaks up on that one Saturday. He's like, oh, he's out. Oh, it must be like a day-to-day thing. Okay. And then earlier he had this. Oh, suppose like what in December? Suppose like yeah, we're um, we're just gonna sit him down to back to back. Whiteside's like, no, this is serious, and he sits out for a month. Like, chill, man. Twenty eight uh, has has. I don't. Know, I I just I love Bigs, but I can't do I, it, man. I I could see Miami trying to trade him this offseason. Yeah, it, I could too. He just doesn't doesn't seem to fit that Miami culture, you know. Yeah, he's getting benched already, and they they got they got Olenek signed to a relatively you know big deal. He can you know man the center spot. Bam is, you know, he has exceeded expectations. James Johnson can play five, so um, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if they tried to find a, a new home for him this offseason. James Johnson and Richardson had some nice defensive stats yesterday, which has really been a theme the whole season. For those two guys, I uh, love them. I have Jay Rich pretty high. I have Jay Rich, I think, at like 36, 37. Yeah, he's stats sheet stuff. Love that guy. Um, yeah. Um, Ellington kind of quiet. Um, I mean, Wade's back, so Ellington takes a hit. And Winslow. Winslow's down a little bit, too. I, I would consider dropping him. He's been kind of just hit or miss. But now that they have Wade back, he takes a hit, right. too. Um, let me see what their schedule Their schedule's not bad. They just had a nice chunk from the, like last Tuesday to now, so it lightens up. Yeah, they play Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, so basically alternating. Then they have a back-to-back, so they're kind of just average for schedule. They do have nice opponents, though. Chicago, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Atlanta, Knicks. That's a nice little run right there. You just got to hope there's no blowouts in there. But... Yeah, well, still, if they're going to blow them out, they're going to blow them out because they scored a lot. True, think. 
True. Not necessarily and, though. Miami's and, defense. And even you know guys like Jay Rich and and Olenek. I mean Olenek only played twenty five minutes. You figured with that with Bam out as well as Whiteside that he'd have, he'd have seen thirty plus, but um, only played twenty five minutes, but still put up good numbers. Jordan Mickey started and played twenty two minutes, which was surprising. But um, you know those guys are efficient enough where they don't need a ton of minutes. Yeah, that's the Spolster way. Um, DSJ versus Fox Bowl. DSJ played really well. Um, nice to see him out there. Hopefully he doesn't rest tonight. Um, Dwight Powell didn't play. He's supposed to play tonight. Uh, same with Dorian Finney-Smith. They have a back-to-back set. So keep an eye out for Harry B. Dirk. Um, we'll see if J.J. Barea returns. And we'll see if Noel and Mejri play out. They may alternate him back. But, um, yeah, we're kind of going to be clueless. Um, hopefully they give us an idea here. But late start against the Lakers. Kind of all bets are off until unless they tip us on this one. Right. So... Uh, moving along, um, Sacramento, I think you want to add on them real fast. Scal's been pretty good offensively. Scal's been pretty good. I was looking at his numbers. Like Over the last, I think it's 11 games, he's averaging 12 and 6, shooting like 50% from three-point land, um, knocking down some threes. So he's a guy that, that um, you know, could could be floating around in some waiver wires. The last two games have been solid, 19 and 8 and 30 minutes last night. Um, so he's a, you know, he's a guy that, that, that could be sneaky good over the, you know, over the last week, two couple weeks here. What do we think about Fox? He's been kind of bad. He's been disappointed the whole season. I, I've been meaning to look. Uh, I wonder what the, the kind of the feeling in Sacramento is. You know, obviously you don't want to. You know, you're not going to jump to conclusions based off one season. But you know, Frank Mason has played well. Um, you know, Fox's numbers shooting around forty percent from the floor, under thirty percent from three. Um, I've been surprised. I was much higher on him, you know, coming into the draft, uh, coming into the season. And and you know, you figure if you would have told me that George Hill would have got traded too, I would have been even that much higher on mm-hmm. him. Um, but yeah, he just hasn't really delivered the goods uh, this season. I, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd have to take a look at the advanced metrics. He always playing defensively, but I wonder what the the Kings fans. I'm sure they, they have, as far as I can tell, that he could do no wrong. Yeah, they love him. It <laughs> kind of surprises me. You know, you, you figure when a rookie struggles a little bit that the fans get nervous, but they seem to love him. Well, yeah, he, good reason. Yeah, he's exciting. You know, he's fast and yes. he, he makes a lot of highlight real plays, has those yeah. three game he's winners. Made some, made some clutch jumpers to some game winners, you know, yep, that yep. put that in his favor. But but I was just – I was carefully wondering because, you know, from a selfish perspective, because I, I wanted the Knicks to get him last year. I was wondering if the Knicks offered their first-round pick. Um, and something else, you know, for Fox, if the Kings would be interested in biting, you know, oh. with with the top pick in this draft. Yeah. Um, but uh, I assume they wouldn't. But it was just something that had crossed my yeah. mind. And also, too, Fox, like when Fox first started, his usage was so high. Right. Like he was like thirty usage for his first handful of games. It's like, whoa, what's this? And I, I was down on him coming in. Yes. Because the Kings are a headache, but um, right. I like turned it. in anyways, um, Collie Stein's been fine. Love the four steals. Uh, yeah, it's kind of. We kind of know the Kings. We got them kind of figured out. They're going to rest guys, and yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, big win for the Clippers again, beating up Giannis. Um, but Giannis did not disappoint. Five blocks, seven dimes, nine boards, 26 points. Good shooting, not from the line, though. Um, Middleton as well has been good. I had Middleton as, uh, I think, 24 in my top 25. Um, super durable, man. Like Besides that hammy thing... My man's been out there for games. Very durable, very consistent. Um, yeah, Jabari like you look, you look at the, just to wrap up that point. You look at the last handful of seasons: eighty-two, seventy-nine, seventy-nine hamstring, and then seventy-four. He's gonna get to eighty again. Awesome. Yeah, and he's been so so good. So yes. Um, where are you gonna have Jabari Parker next year? Far down. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. Like he's he doesn't. Well, he had defensive stats yesterday, but he'll be better. Like probably like eighty five, ninety. I think that's a, I think that's a good it's a safe estimate. Two ACL gonna, tears, like he's not that roto friendly. So right, right, yeah. Even when healthy, he was never very fantasy friendly. Yeah, like when he's hot, it's because he's making a lot of shots. Right, right. Doesn't take it. Doesn't you know? Hasn't been a great three point shooter. Yep, yep. Uh, anything else you want to add, Bucks? I mean, Bucks. Uh, Jason Terry's getting minutes. Uh, Bledsoe's been pretty solid, especially with steals this year. He exceeded my expectations. You yeah, lead, still leading the league, right? So yeah, that, that's a it's a major. Um, Depot's got him. Yeah, they got him. Yeah, yeah unless unless like I missed something, but last I checked last week, Depot was still first. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's got a nice okay. cushion on him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's third. Right, him and Paul George are neck and neck. Um, but yeah, right. he still two games. That's that's big time. That's big. Uh, Clippers. Uh, Milos went down. I had a crazy pass and got pulled out, but. Um, Takeaways from this one, uh, Tyrone probably get back in the mix. We'll see what happens with Lou Williams, who started the second half, but that doesn't matter. Um, Western, it'll be kind of like a mixed bag. We know Doc will play as different guys. So. Yeah, Bob, we keep an eye on Tyrone. Yeah, and uh, Tobias Harris has been great, and so unsurprisingly good. with the Clips as well. Yeah, I've been him in the top 30. Another yep. guy like him and Middleton is so durable. Yep. All right. Uh, oh no, last game we didn't talk about the the Pacers yet. Um, again, Depot steals every night. Um, great shooting line from him. Are we worried about Miles Turner? I put him pretty high next year. Uh, as bad as he was, I can't quit a guy that's as young as he is, just turned twenty two. Um, this year worries me, man. He's he's just disappeared on so many yeah, nights. I know, but I, if a guy is going to shoot fifty eighty. And two blocks. Yeah. I, I can't. And he's so young, man. Like I know. Like you're right. You're right. He's going to be a very interesting guy going into the next season because there's going to be leagues where he falls outside the top 30. 40, you know, there's going to be leagues yeah. where, he, where he drops. Um, and that you, if you get him at a value, it's a great pick. Um, but I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable investing a top 25, 30 pick yeah. in him. I think I'm like 33 or something. It's like just yeah. Like, he has there's... the ability, but you know Sabonis will probably get a few more minutes. You know next season he's played really well. I mean they obviously they can play alongside each other, but um, yeah, we'll see. No, I have him at twenty. I have him at twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. So, which is bold. I had him. Uh, I have Chris Stapps at twenty-nine. No, thirty. Mm-hmm. So similar. We had a similar problem last year. Like now, Chris Stapps is hurt and Miles Turner is inconsistent. Um, Warriors. Anything you want to add for this? I mean. Jordan Bell tweaked this ant. This team with their ankles, man. <laughs> uh, they need some better ankle support. With all the people out there in Silicon Valley, stop building apps and build like, some better <laughs> ankle protection. But um, Bell did some damage, man. Four blocks. Love that. Um, yep. And Kevon Looney also. I, I, I've been using both of them. And they've both been pretty fun, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, uh, with uh, KD coming back, he says he's coming back Thursday. So you yeah. can cut Nick Young loose. Yep. Um, but but I think Quinn Cook is still. I wrote about him today. He's a guy that I still think is going to have a lot of value over the last half. This, you know, last uh, he actually over the last three weeks um, in March, he leads the team in in points and assists. You know, go, going into the season, who would have thought that that the, the Warriors' leading scorer in March would have been Quinn Cook? But um, you know, obviously he's going to you know see his uh, usage rate dip a little bit. Uh, with uh, KD back in the mix, and eventually when Clay Thompson comes back, but I still think he's gonna, you know, he's gonna start. He's gonna play thirty plus minutes a night with with Steph out. Um, his assist rate's gonna tick up. So I like, I definitely think he's a guy you want to hold on to uh, even after Durant and Thompson come back. Yeah, the non-scoring has been big. Uh, his last yeah. three has had seven assists per game. That's not nothing. Yep. 
So yeah, keep him rolling. Um, again, he won't be he won't be scoring twenty. Right. Uh, but yeah, if he gives you like Sedaransky, like you know, yep. scoring in the low teens, four or five dimes, efficiency hopefully, uh, steal per game, decent rebounding for a guard, pretty solid. Definitely. All right, so we're gonna get out of here on that. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck in your matchups. Pick up some napes. Pick up some all sorts of guys. A lot of pickups, man. And don't be afraid. And we say this. We've been saying this for a month now. Don't be afraid to cut anybody. Yep. No, that's you gotta gotta scared money don't make money. True. And the names don't matter on on the you know the last two weeks of the yep, season. Yep. All right. See so you guys. Take care. Thanks for coming on, Tommy. Thank you. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.